This is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose from Retirement Income Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. Hello, and welcome to the One About Retirement podcast. My name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. At Fee Point during the show, you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 405-703-3858. You can check us out on iTunes or Google Play, and you can even subscribe to our show so that when we have new episodes, you'll be updated to find out and listen to future shows. So, Rhett, how are you today? Yeah, things are pretty good. You know, life is treating me pretty well. And so we got some new news. You might have noticed there the new name of the show is a little different. So, we do. Yeah, we do have a new name that's exciting. to this podcast. Yeah. So uh, we are in the process of uh, rebranding and uh, looking at a different way of re-envisioning our company name and wanted to come up with a cool, unique name for the new podcast. Yeah, so, so the one about retirement yeah. podcast and, you know, Part of that comes from, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of the show Friends on TV, and their naming convention for each of their episodes always is the one about... And Whatever. Then, and then they fill it in, the one about the guy with a red hat, or the one about the car, or whatever. So that was a little bit of the motivation for this. Yeah, but, and, you know, we kind of think it's funny, too. You know, there's so many podcasts out there. So ours is, you know, the one about retirement. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so. hey, Rhett, what's your, what's your, uh, you do a podcast. What's your podcast? Oh, uh, it's the one about retirement. Oh, yeah. So for me, <laughs> it works. I think it's a great name for it. And uh, we're trying to be a little bit playful um, about some very serious topics. Right. But it, it is kind of poking fun that there are so many podcasts out there about money and retirement and they've got all these catchy names and we thought well let's just kind of be make fun of ourselves a little bit and now our podcast name the one about retirement so <laughs> that's where we find ourselves so, hopefully yeah we'll see if uh, how how that's received so uh, what are we going to talk about today well uh you know all money spends the same but not all money is taxed the same and in today's episode we're going to dive into the topic of qualified money versus non-qualified money, and the possible tax treatment of both types of accounts. Depending on your unique situation for retirement, it may be beneficial to have both types of assets at your disposal in retirement, both qualified money and non-qualified money. You know, if I had to take a guess, I would say the vast majority of people have no idea what that means, the difference between a qualified and non-qualified. That is true. They just couldn't tell you. And that's, you know, reasonable. A lot of people don't uh, necessarily speak all the lingo and the jargon, but today we'll help our audiences understand a little bit more about what makes these accounts different and why they may both have value to you. So as with many things in your retirement strategy, there are pros and cons to both of these types of accounts, both the qualified and the non-qualified accounts. And what's right for you depends upon, you know, your own goals, your own situation. For the typical retirement saver, Having a mix of qualified and non-qualified accounts can provide balance and flexibility for the ever-changing environment of retirement. So 
what exactly is the difference between qualified and non-qualified accounts? That's a, that's yeah, a good that, question. That's, yeah, well, so what's the deal? Uh, to explain, we're going to enlist the help of Tim Parker's article cl- cleverly titled Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans. What's the difference? Hey, that's a pretty good name for an article. That's a good one. So as published on thebalance.com in July 2018, um, according to this article, the account definitions are established and regulated by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, ERISA, enacted into law in 1974. 1974 is a long time ago. Yeah, before I was born. It was one year after I was born. <laughs> so I was uh, strong one years old in 1974. <laughs> there have been many attempts to update the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or once again, the, the short version, ERISA. In fact, a thinkadvisor.com article from May of 2018 entitled Retirement Industry Officials Back Bipartisan Bills to Update ERISA. Well, that article examined four recent attempts to adjust the law. We can do an entire show just on ERISA, but for now, let's stick to qualified versus non-qualified accounts. Those are going to be tricky enough. Okay, so let's let's finally kind of jump into the difference between these two. Qualified accounts are designed to give you a tax benefit on funds that you invest and help you build a bigger asset pool to jump into at retirement time, or at least that's the general idea. A non-qualified account doesn't come with those tax benefits, but they do come with the freedom to move your money often without any age restrictions or withdrawal penalties, depending upon the investment that you pick. That's right. In addition to having different benefits, both accounts come with some rules on how you can use them. In the balance article, Tim Parker says these rules are designed to keep people from taking advantage of loopholes created in the establishment of qualified accounts. In qualified versus non-qualified plans, what's the difference article, Parker says that qualified plans in particular also come with a few additional benefits that may make the following rules worth it. That's one reason that many employer-sponsored accounts are established as qualified plans. A 401k, for instance, is a qualified plan. Yeah, a 401k is probably one of the most common retirement saving options that many workers have. And one of the reasons employers like offering qualified plans is because they are eligible for tax breaks on the funds they contribute to their employees' accounts. So this provides a benefit for both the employer and the employee. So if the employer participates in a 401k match or in any other way contributes a percentage of your salary to the retirement plan, they're receiving a tax break for doing so. Yeah, well, that sounds kind of like a win-win situation. Qualified accounts also require employers to treat everyone equally. If a company offers a 3% match, they must offer that 3% match to everyone who qualifies. This isn't just for the high executive level. This benefit covers everyone in the company who qualifies and treats them exactly the same. Well, our time is up for the first portion of the show. Preparing for retirement can be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking at times, but you do not have to do it alone. Give us a call at our office in Oklahoma City at 405-703-3858 to find out how to get your free retirement income toolkit. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Stay tuned to listen and learn more of the critical things to consider as you look into qualified and non-qualified accounts. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. 
This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Retirement Income Strategies by visiting retirementincomeok.com or calling us at 405-703-3858. And welcome back to the One About Retirement podcast. My name is Mark Rose and he's Rhett Wood. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 405-703-3858. You can also find our show on iTunes or Google Play and subscribe so you can get updates when we have new shows that come out. Now today, we're talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts. We are enlisting the help of Tim Parker's article, Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans, What's the Difference? as published on thebalance.com for our discussion today. Before the break, we were mentioning some of the reasons why an employer would like to offer these qualified plans. But, you know, as an employee, you're also benefiting from these types of accounts. You know, if you have that qualified 401k, the normal kind of traditional version of this, then when you make a contribution to that account, the money that comes out of your salary goes straight into the account without any taxes being withheld on it. So this is known as a pre-tax distribution. So this money is not tax-free for the employee, but you know ultimately you're going to pay taxes on this money, but it's when you withdraw the money from the account sometime after you've turned 59 and a half. But for now, the tax advantage 401k or this normal traditional 401k allows you to use more of your money to, to compound over all the years that you're going to have it in there. So the tax is not taken out now. It's taken out later. It's and taken by, out later by making on. that contribution pre-tax, you're lowering your taxable income for this given year. That's true. So, so you're going to pay you. a little less taxes right now. That's right. And you know, it's important to mention that there are limits and regulations on qualified accounts because they have those tax benefits. There's some kind of rules you have to follow. With the benefits of qualified accounts come some of the rules that you know we mentioned earlier. Generally, there are limits on how much money you can put into these accounts. For a 401k, the you know the the basic rule is that you can put in eighteen thousand five hundred per year, and that's what it is in 2018. For 2019, that's going to go up to nineteen thousand, and this amount can vary depending upon your age and also the type of qualified plan that you're looking at. Another important restriction is the fifty nine and a half age requirement of many qualified accounts. If you try to withdraw money from these accounts before you turn 59 and a half, you may be faced with a sizable 10% penalty. In addition, plans might force you to start withdrawing money as of 70 and a half, which is usually called the required minimum distribution or RMD. Yeah, right. Pretty much the, you know, Uncle Sam has his name on part of that money and wants you to pay taxes on it once you get to a certain age. That's so, right. yeah. That's right cuz you didn't pay taxes when it went when into put it the in account there. Yeah. cuz this is a qualified account that the, you know, the government wants to get their taxes on that money. So they, they make you start taking it out at 70 and a half. You know, and you mentioned the uh, 59 and a half rule. There, there's some exceptions that allow people to withdraw at times other than after they're 59 and a half. Occasionally Congress will pass a law that allows limited time, special distributions. In February of 2018, the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018 passed both the House of Representatives and the Senate. And this bill eventually became law. And the IRS produced publication 590B, which updated the existing law um, on the IRS.com or .gov, excuse me, in the posting publication 590B 2017, distributions from individual retirement accounts. They defined the new rules for tax-favored withdrawals and repayments of certain retirement plans, including those IRAs, 
for taxpayers who suffered economic losses from the result of Hurricane Harvey, Irma, uh, and Maria. So this was kind of one of those special instances by the government to aid taxpayers in the event of a natural disaster because, you know, a lot of times that's where people's money at, is at. You know, they maybe didn't do, you know, don't always keep a lot of money just in emergencies. And so they see that 401k bucket as, I've got to get in this. And right. so right. You know, there's some exceptions to that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, yeah. maybe they weren't covered as much as they could have been with insurance. Right. And, you know, the government makes some exemptions, or not exemptions, but exceptions, but those exceptions are pretty rare and usually linked to a specific event like the, those hurricanes. So let's take a deeper look at non-qualified accounts. As noted in the Parker article, non-qualified accounts are still a part of your comprehensive retirement strategy, but they may come with less rules than you'll find with qualified plans. Well, let's dive into those on the other side of our commercial break. As our time is coming to an end for this segment, our goal in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they're going to have the comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for. Call our office at 405-703-3858 to find out how to download your free retirement income toolkit. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Retirement Income Strategies, we have access to a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit retirementincomeok.com or call us at 405-703-3858 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. That number again is 405-703-3858 or retirementincomeok.com. And welcome back to the One About Retirement podcast. Rhett and I have been talking about that, you know, we have a new name for our podcast and uh, we, we've kind of laughed about it. We've worked about it. We're kind of rebranding some of our uh, uh, materials. And so this is one of the things that we're redoing and kind of a shout out to the TV show Friends and how they name all their episodes. So yeah. I like it. Well, good. It's growing on me. I, 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 I like that too, because, you know, the more we say, the more you think about it, it's poking fun a little bit at all the financial podcasts that are out there. Even though we're talking about very serious, um, you know, things, we can have a little bit of fun. And so the one about retirement podcast is one of those ideas because, you know, as we talk to other people, they're like, oh yeah, you had a podcast. What's the name of it? No, it's the one about retirement. It fits. There you go. So my name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 405-703-3858, or you can go over to iTunes or Google Play and search for our podcast and subscribe to it. Now today, we're talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts, and we are enlisting the help of Tim Parker's article, Qualified versus Non-Qualified Plans, What's the difference, as published on the Balance.com website for our discussion today? And we've already discussed some of the things that make qualified and non-qualified plans different, why qualified plans are attractive to employers, and the significance of age 59 and a half for a client. 
So let's kind of look at the, the the flip side and now talk about the non-qualified plans and what are their benefits. With a, with a non-qualified account, uh, since you've already paid income tax on the fund, you can generally do whatever you want to with them. So unlike a qualified account, there's no contribution limits. And that's one of the downsides to a qualified plan is that, you know, sometimes people come into some money and they're really seriously wanting to save a, a large amount, but there's a cap on how much they can put into a qualified account. With a uh, with a non-qualified account, <clears throat> you can basically invest any dollar amount that you know you're comfortable with. Uh, you can sell stock and redeem shares without paying any penalties, and you are taxed on any dividends, gains, and interest, but not on your original or what we would call principal amount invested. So I, I usually give the example: if you've got a CD down at the bank that's not a retirement account, that's a non-qualified account. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, that's, that's what it is. You're paying, you're getting a 1099 each year on the, the interest that you earned. You're paying taxes as you go, but you don't pay taxes on what you initially put in there. Yep. That's usually a pretty easy example for people to be like, oh, I see, you know, that's an investment I made. That's not a retirement account. Right. right. And it, it's, you know, this is what I'm about to say is a pretty straightforward example. And it's rarely this simple. And there are many factors to keep in mind. But if you invested $100 and then it grew and down the road you withdrew $150, well, you would only be taxed on the $50 that it gained. On the growth, not what you started with. Because yeah. you started with 100 anyway that was already- You'd already paid taxes, paid taxes. on that, uh, assuming you so, did so. <laughs> and once again, that's a simple idea, but that's a general idea. And so you want to make sure you consult with a financial services professional when you consider making any withdrawal. Yeah, and a non-qualified accounts uh, could also be offered by employers. According to the article that we mentioned earlier, employers will often use a non-qualified account to supplement the income of highly paid employees uh, because they're not subject to the same contribution limitations as a qualified account is. And also, unlike a qualified account, employers aren't required to treat everyone equally with a non-qualified plan. And that certainly won't apply to everyone, but it's helpful to know. Everyone's situation is unique and must be addressed as such. And working with a financial services professional like Rhett or myself can help you to determine the right steps for your unique situation. So to, to kind of summarize, recap here, one way to categorize qualified and non-qualified accounts is the type of tax advantage that they offer. If your money is invested in a way that provides a tax-deferred growth, you're probably dealing with a qualified account. Uh, governed by ERISA, qualified accounts often benefit to help you build your nest egg. And a qualified accounts are also subject to maximum contribution limits and some rules that deal with your age on how uh, you can withdraw your money. A non-qualified account, on the other hand, are composed of funds that are taxed before you can invest them. So you're dealing with money you've already paid taxes on and you're not limited to how much you can contribute and you're only taxed on dividends, gains, and interest on your withdrawal. Another thing I always like to, to mention is a qualified account and a non-qualified account can have the same types of investment. You see what I mean? So uh, you could invest in a mutual fund. That's a good point. That is either non-qualified or qualified. Um, so it's just the tax treatment of the underlying investment. Well, Rhett, I have an IRA. Yeah, yeah. That's a qualified account. Oh, uh, well, it could be. But what's it invested in? Yes. That's kind of the question. Because an IRA, like that's the qualified part. That's just determining how is that investment taxed. And a lot of people kind of confuse that. They think, well, it's a... They think the IRA is the investment or that mm -hmm. the non-qualified is the investment. But that's, 
you know, and for lack of a better way to describe it, that's the the bucket. You can put whatever you want in that bucket. Um, I think that's a good way to think about it. The 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 IRA, the tax qualification, is, is the bucket itself, or the sticker on the outside of the bucket that says this money is qualified money. But the underlying investment of that IRA can be stocks, bonds, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, real estate. You know, the whole gamut of things. But I, I would say that applies to just about everything. But I know there are some investments out there that, for example, don't take non-qualified uh, funds. So yep. most investments could be either tax category. Yep. Yep. So tax benefits definitely are a big part of what makes qualified and non-qualified accounts different also. In fact, there is a, even a difference when it comes to reporting information to the IRS. Non-qualified accounts involve less paperwork. The U.S. Department of Labor only requires a short form. However, with a qualified account, a Form 5500 must be filed with the IRS each year. In addition, the plan sponsor must provide a summary annual report to all of its account holders and beneficiaries within two months of the annual filing deadline. Well, that's all the time we have for today to go over qualified and non-qualified retirement accounts. We're hoping that you got something out of this segment and that you feel more encouraged about contributing to your retirement accounts. You know, Mark and I would love to meet with you. Call our office at Oklahoma City at 405-703-3858. Ask us about our retirement income toolkit or ask for a free PDF copy of our new book, Peace and Possibilities. We'd love to be able to send one to you. Uh, use that as a resource to get more information on not only things we talked about today, but lots of different categories when it comes to retirement. Yeah, the, the book is, we're pretty excited about that, the Peace and Possibilities. So feel free that if you are interested in that, we can email you a PDF copy of that book for at no charge to you. And it has a lot of great information in it. And if you have any questions about today's show or any comments, please don't hesitate to call us at 405-703-3858. Join us again for another episode of the One About Retirement podcast. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the One About Retirement podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood or Mark Rose at Retirement Income Strategies. Call 405-703-3858 or visit them online at retirementincomeok.com. Brett Wood and Mark Rosen, Retirement Income Strategies, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.